welcome to another episode of More Than Dice. I believe we're at 151. Don't quote me on that. That's Kathy's job. She's supposed to be the ones figuring that out with her pigtails. Hey, Kathy, what what episode are we on? 151. See, I was right. Sweet. And came <laughs> back and I was like, I think we're on 151. Waiting to John for John to come back. Everybody's getting all their stuff ready. Hey, John. He's John. Uh, if you're I'm new Kathy. to the podcast, welcome to More Than Dice. Um, we talk about all stuff gaming, no matter what it is. And uh, we have a good time. Today is just going to be our After the Holidays holiday special. We're going to talk about things that have happened during the holidays, things we want to do, maybe uh, get some New Year's resolutions in there. Um, oh, hey. Let me start up by saying hi, Hinton. Hi, Valandar. Um, other than that. Um, what else? That's about it. Let's get let's get the business out of the way. We want to thank Muse on Minis for sponsoring us and having a place where we can put our podcast out to everybody. Um, guys, we have a ton of non-Twitch stuff on our podcast. Um, there is right now a new episode of uh, an RPG that we're recording uh, that myself and another group are playing that is out there uh, that so you can listen the, to. What's the... Oh, never mind. I'll wait until you're done with this. <laughs> okay. Um, then, uh, <laughs> so they help us distribute it out there. And also, if you buy anything from the store, use the code more than dice, all one word, you get a percentage off your order. I believe it's 10 to 15%, depending on what's going on. Um, we also want to thank Creature Caster. We are a creature creator. They provide some really awesome models. And with them new, doing the new production of Judgment, keep an eye out on them. Uh, Metalhead Minis, of course, Lynn is amazing. Uh, she does so much stuff, it's incredible. Uh, she has some good stuff. Uh, she also sells some of our other things that we have, like our um, uh, dice and other things that we have uh, for everybody to play with. And then, who else am I missing? Dan! Dan from Tectonic Crest Studios does a lot of uh, laser etched terrain and ability things like that dials and just everything for laser etched a uh, really good guy go check him out uh, we have all the links down in our area so other than that so Kathy what was your question now uh, what's the what's the RPG about we are doing the rhyme of the frost mating frost maiden um, book uh, the f fifth edition book um, it was a pretty big one because it's actually a semi-horror um, D&D campaign. Okay. Um, it's about uh, everything's, like it's pretty much perpetual darkness where we're at because uh, it's in the frozen north of uh, the Forgotten Realms, Icewind Dale area. And uh, uh, first episode, of course, we all get together as a party and we help uh, track down a serial killer. Um, our th four characters, myself, I'm playing a elven monk. Um, Captain Mizzy is playing a Forge World Artificer. And we have a human barbarian, which is Josh is playing, which is Gorga. Um, which uh, I, uh, I accidentally included something into his name. And now it's a running gag through the entire um, game. That's uh, what happened. Yep, and then Jackie, I don't know what the actual race is, but she is like a a, a kitsune or whatever, um, a wolf type, a fox type, 
Um, but I'm not sure what it's called in the D&D setting. Um, and I believe she's a thief. She's so, not a or he. Not a she's playing a he. Tabaxi. Yeah. Oh, Tabaxi. Yeah, normally those are cats, but fox, why not? Yeah. So I, I don't know. But I mean, we, um, my character. Rouge? Playing a rouge? Yeah, Captain Maisie, she's a rouge. <laughs> um, my character's a little insane. He talks to people um, that aren't there. It's called role playing there, Gonzo. Just be role playing, not being yourself. <laughs> oh. And then, um, <laughs> what else? Um, so, I mean, he, he's a bit weird, but I he's accidentally. I accidentally, um, my character said something, and so now it's a running thing within the campaign that's going along. Oh, yeah. So. Well, you know how it is. They'll take anything, and it'll become a fucking running joke. Oh, and it's not, and, it, and it, it's actually played by NPCs now, so um, it's kind of hilarious. Hold on. Um, John, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, well, I am drinking a Dark and Stormy, which... For those of you counting, is basically just a mule made with uh, uh, crack and rum instead of uh, vodka. I drink that. I imagine you would. Well, I In alcohol. In fact, I have. <laughs> well, what are you drinking tonight, Kathy? I am having gin and ginger ale. Oh, gin and ginger ale. Mm-hmm. I actually find I prefer ginger beer a lot more. It's weird. Weird. He's drinking a highball. Oh my gosh, you are like my grandma. <laughs> I um, just so I I have this I have this memory of my parents and my dad's parents uh just getting together and playing cards, right? Because I grew up in Minnesota and that's what people do or did used to do is just play cards like five hundred or pinochle or you know stuff like that. And they would always have highballs sitting next to them. That's what they drunk, drank. Or drinked. That's what they drunk. <laughs> they drunk it, yep. They all drunk it really well. God damn it. I'm telling you, <laughs> learning another language is causing my English to be worse. <laughs> well, you're still better than most of the population, so don't feel bad. Trust me, interact with them on the phone. Especially when that other language has the word... Uh, Drinking as uh, the verb for to drink. Drinking? And then drinking or or drink or drink. Drink, drink, drinking. I drink. I, yeah. You drink, drink, drunk, sort of like stink, stink, stunk. Yeah, yeah. I, I completely blame Mr. Snowyak the Island Painter for that. <laughs> My choice tonight is water. Um, I needed some more water because I um, had to take some medicine. And so I'm just going to be drinking good old water. Hey, Nosferatu. Nosferatu's drinking a black Russian. Oh, I like those. Yeah, those are good. Sanders has learned German. I am learning Dutch, which is almost like learning German. I Don't slap me any Dutch people, but I seriously, I, I love Dutch. I think it's ten times harder than German. It's because uh, I hear people speak German and I look at German words and then I hear how they're pronounced and I'm like, wow, that's so much easier than I thought it was. Cause I'm trying to pronounce it like with the, 
this guttural G, like they have in Dutch, if there's a G in it, uh, or, you know, SCH in German is like shh, and in Dutch it's like <laughs> it's, hey. it's well, well, Northern Red, if you are drinking just a Coke, we call that a sad rum and Coke or a sad Jack and Coke. That's fair. Because it's just Coke. It's just Coke. I drink those at work all the time. <laughs> um, do we have any shout-outs that we need to give in particular that you know of, John? Uh, I was perusing, unless you're a sports person, probably not. I didn't see any notables outside of sports, uh, sports people. Ball. Well, I mean, even wrestlers. Brody Lee passed yesterday. Yeah, he was very young. It's sad. Uh, Kevin Green passed, and Casey Jones, who is a Hall of Fame basketball player that if you don't know about, you should probably know about. Because he was badass. He grew up in the area. He came out in the era of segregation, so uh, even more impressive how uh, how well he did, every, all told. Look at his record sometimes. It's impressive. But, uh, you know, looking at Wikipedia to see who passed in December of 2020 is sad because there's a lot of pe more people on there than you hear about. From all over the world. Um, we want to give a shout out. It is our last podcast of 2020. Uh, our next one will be in 2021. We want to give a shout out to everybody that listens and uh, checks out everything. Do what? We won't see everyone until next year. I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so, guys, please be safe out there. Please look after each other. Um, if you want to see something, you want us to look at something, you want us to do anything, just let us know. Uh, hit us up on Facebook or any of our other feeds or tell us here. Um, we're glad to help. Uh, of course, don't forget that Kathy streams Tuesday through uh, Thursday. Tuesday through Friday, excuse me. Tuesday, do Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I'll be here on Tuesday, Legionnaires. Yes. The podcast we won't hear until the last, this will be the last one of 2020. Um, guys, please look after each other. I just had another friend tell me that they have COVID and, and, and I'm kind of worried about them. Um, mask up, be safe, look after each other, um, and have a drink on me. Cheers. 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 And hey, you know, think good thoughts about my, uh, my great aunt, Rosemary, who caught COVID because she fell and fractured her hip and needed a... Uh, to spend time at a rehab center and caught COVID there. Whoa. And she's 101. Whoa. So we don't know how that's going to end. Hopefully happily. Mm-hmm. Yes, hopefully happily. So let's go and switch over to the paint cam. I need to turn on my lights. Dang. I'm running behind. I blame John. Totally my fault. Oh, it's your fault. Like yes. It is. John, you're so distracting. I am. All right. Okay. Glasses well, on. I'm a level 37 asshole, so, you know, I got to keep that up somehow. I figured you'd be yeah. higher than that now. No, no, I need to learn get more time with my mentor, an uh, old uh, Davy Sailor <laughs> named of, uh, uh, Rich Nixon. And I'm not joking, that was actually his name. Rick Nixon? Yeah. Learn from him, you know. I gotta keep those skills up, and I can't do it at work because, I mean, I'm on the phone. You can't be an asshole on the phone. That's not cool. Because he's drinking Left Hand Brewery Nitro Milk Stout. 
that sounds yummy. Oh, she showed me that, and I was like, that sounds amazing. I mean... Legionnaires is recommending get more vitamin D. It's supposed to help with COVID. I absorbed as much vitamin D as I safely could this summer, sitting out on my front step. Yeah, there was so, a, a thing that came out that said that you should uh, do that. Yeah, that's I'm, I'm on full up list. on vitamin I, D. For next year, get some chairs so we can sit outside on the porch. You know, we got a deck in the back. You know, do some work on the deck. Just sit out there and chill sometimes. That sounds good. That's pretty much all I did this summer. That was my... I sat out on the front the front step. We, we had thought at one point, uh, Creekins and I have tried to drag a table out back, get the fire pit going during the cold months, and uh, just role play outside. That seems like a good idea. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought like I want to get a deck, get the deck, you know, get out there. You know, you can get, get those, those big outdoor space heater things, too. I, uh, a friend of mine has a couple of those to put out on her back uh, patio for when it's cold. For, you know, back when we used to all get together. Back in, back, back in the old times. Back in the olden times? Yes. In the before times. Can we set the Wayback Machine for the olden times of 2019? <laughs> we all have the no, way back. no. I need the future. I need the future. See? Are you sure you want the future? I am. I'm sure, sure I want the future. It doesn't exist yet. I'll get it. Eventually. I mean, I try, I try and travel every day. Before the dark time, says Captain Mizzy. Yes. Dark time, I guess. says, your yak robes look more yellow than brown now, Gonzo. Yeah, I'm trying to... I think I think it's the lighting. And the you camera know what? It's had because they were... They were meant to be saf- uh, saffron. <laughs> meant to be saffron. And so every color you paint it is going to end up looking like that. Well, I've noticed that <laughs> one of my camera got mixed up. Uh, something got done. So I'm trying to fix that because I've got some video issues. Do you need a, uh, a white balance readjust? Yeah, or brightness some... readjust or both. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to. Because you can't see that I've done the hair. I can kind of see. Yeah, it, it's kind of there. It's never going to show up well just because it's going to be subtle to, you know, a monitor and all that. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. The silver made monitors have enough, you know, or we don't have cameras good enough to show you that quality of stuff. Yeah, he's suggesting we go back to the 1990s. But honestly, if I went back to the 1990s, then I wouldn't know any of you. I I had tremendous fun in the 1990s, but I like all of the people that I know now, and I would like to, you know, keep them. <laughs> so philosophically speaking, you can't go back. It's not worth it. It wouldn't be the same. Better to try and build new, better times here and now with what we have. That's going a little deep there, John. Eh, you know. Valandar says some of us like civilian life instead. Because <laughs> he was in the Marines in the 90s. Well, thanks for your service, Valandar. Yeah. I was off uh, uh, running away to join the uh, circus, as it were. 
as it were. I always say that when I mean I was on the Renaissance Festival circuit and traveling around the country uh, from fair to fair, spending like two months at one fair and then moving on to the next one when it was over. And I did that for, you know, a good portion of the 90s. Yeah, I was running game stores between managing and such, so not a bad time, but you can't really go back. Uh, the early 90s? I was in the military. When early 90s, I was in Best high school. Best role-playing time of my life. Though. The early 90s, I was cutting meat. Okay. Hinton <laughs> says, I tried to join the Army and Marines in the late 80s and early 90s. You tried? There it is. I'm looking for my brush. Did he well, succeed, I mean, Hinton? Pre-Desert Storm, they were starting to get a little uh, picky on who they let in, honestly. They wouldn't take you. My One of my best friends, they wouldn't take him because he had flat feet. Yeah, that's when they went in. But, yeah. Right around Desert Shield, no. Desert Storm. I mean, that was kind of what he had wanted to do for a long time. And then when he tried, it was, nope, I have to find something else to do. Instead, he became a philosopher. Like you do. Like you do. Which apparently you do, because now there's somebody else I know who was in the military who is now a philosopher. So. Uh, oh, in the military, you see some shit when I hear from the guys that what makes you think about the world sometimes. There was music on MTV. Wait, there was music on MTV in the 90s? Yes. Because yep. I didn't I didn't have a TV in the 90s. I missed a lot of uh, TV things. I I would go out and see movies. I would say and, late 90s would be when they stopped. Like 97-ish, probably 98-ish. Oh. Oh, Valendar is, is posting a controversial opinion. Home Alone is the prequel to Die Hard. Kevin changed his name to John McClane. No. no. Home Alone no. is just Die Hard for kids. No, yeah. Yeah, kind of. Just die hard for kids. Yep. We had the, <clears throat> the age-old discussion of whether or not Die Hard is a Christmas movie, and I'm like, look, Christmas is integral to it, so yes. Yeah, it is. While Lethal Weapon, which takes place at Christmas also, like everything Shane Black does, um, is not, because you could take Christmas out and no one would ever notice. I agree. I agree. Home Alone. Home Alone's a Christmas movie. He doesn't really make sense that Christmas. So, okay. So, one thing I learned about this Kathy of doing the undercoating of black, you know, for like the shadow area, mm -hmm. not as good. Probably next time I do it, I'll do it with a undercoating of gray. Like a darker gray. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because the uh, wash, the paint does not do real good. It does not do really well on uh, black. So I will probably not do it with black on the undercoat. But I did get, um, I don't know if anybody saw it on our Facebook feed, I did get a... Um, the new Monument Hobbies uh, primer. So I'll be testing those out this week. 
and see cool. how those go. They, I got their black and their white one. Should have got their gray one too, but black and white's fine. I can just mix it if I need to. Um, but all right, now I definitely want to do um, glowy eyes on this guy, so I'm going to set up and get some white on there and make it all whited up on that. Who uh, needed? Should check. Glowy eyes. Make glowy eyes. Um, where's some good white? Where's my white? You know, when I see a yak monk with a uh, bicento and glowing eyes, I get the shotgun. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I feel uh, like if, if I made friends with him, then I wouldn't have to worry about him. I'm going to give him the avatar state is all. That's all it is. You know, friends with him is good, but do you really trust a yak monk with glowy eyes and a bicento? Yes. I know. <laughs> saying i have no problem with that like, i don't say i have a problem with it i'm just saying i ain't saying i trust my fucker <laughs> <laughs> i have been accused of being slightly paranoid but then i've always had a soft spot for, yak for monks. well not yak monks specifically but you know humanoid <laughs> bovine you know satyrs and minotaurs and so forth I did until I played that one level on uh, fucking Diablo. You know what level I'm talking about. It's yeah, a lie. It's a lie. It is not a lie. It, it I was does all good not exist. I'm like, oh no. Oh no, it's time. To, uh, oh, I, no, I played that level. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, Valandar. <laughs> then you realize cow people are not so friendly. Plus, there's a song about, you well, know... Well, I mean, if we were to talk about it like that, then also unicorns and teddy bears aren't friendly either. Which is fair. But it's not going to make me stop liking teddy bears. Oh, years, I'll be honest. If I see a yak bard with a saxophone, I'm making friends with him now. Yakety sax. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Mm -hmm, uh huh. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I love Yakety Sax. Randolph says every time he played it, it almost killed him. Because that is an impressive piece of music on a saxophone when you think about it. Contrast great. More than just the Benny Hill music, folks. What? Diablo 2 is. I, I remember playing that a few times with my friends, and that was shortly before 3 came out. And then, so they all, my friends, jumped on 3. They gave me a uh, a copy of it, and that's how I ended up playing Diablo three. I spent many many hours playing Diablo three, and now I I haven't played it since last year in January. Oh wow! I mean, I have never played Diablo three, but I played the hell out of Diablo and Diablo two. I I really enjoy Diablo three and. But yeah, my my area when I when my painting area was set up on the other side of the room, I didn't really have room to move my laptop. But now it's set up where I possibly could do that again. But it just it when I start playing that, then I stop doing other things that I should be doing. So. What? <laughs> and that's sort of the 
point of video games. You, you're doing that, and you're not doing other things. Uh huh. Now you're not supposed to go to things you should be doing. Like even I stop and do things I should be doing. Doing some fixing. I'm fixing stuff. Fixing. I'm fixing stuff. Yeah. We had fun decorating Christmas cookies as, as we do every year. I, did you do that on stream? Because I thought I saw that you did one on stream. Yes. Yes, I did that on Tuesday. And Jim streamed a couple of days of Christmas or cookie decorating as well. Oh. Did you do it with oils? Of course not. Of course not. But the, it's funny because... <laughs> When he was streaming, he was he, he was talking about his approach and everything, and it was exactly like how he talks when he's when he's painting miniatures. <laughs> and it was funny. I can see that. I was oh. just doing it and goofing off, but he was all you know explaining things and the viscosity it, of icing. <laughs> probably, yeah. I can see him which doing I that. mean, if you because we make our own, yeah. So if you add a little more butter that's going to increase that viscosity we try and and add a little more of the uh of the sugar to make it a you know give it a little more body so yeah but yeah that frosting tastes really good but it has dairy in it and so i can't eat that unless i have lactate so that is unfortunate yeah so i either leave cookies undecorated or uh you know i take precautions okay so since i have some white over here i'm gonna do and highlight the the hair a bit more because i put that um i did the the apothecary white but i'm going to up highlight the hair a bit because so we can actually say you should have rebought command and conquer as long as it brings you joy yes you gotta keep your sanity however you can Playing a video game keeps you sane? No? Do some of that. Oh, I'm not saying anybody shouldn't play video games. I went, I was watching a friend of mine play that game called Paradise Killer, and I went and bought it on Steam because it was on sale. Mm -hmm. I haven't played it yet, but I have it. I have like <laughs> three or four free games from Epic and or Steam that I haven't played yet. Just, you know... I'm one game kind of guy. I play one game. That's sort of what I focus on. I can see that. Also, I have not reinstalled Civ uh, on my machine since I since I got it back from my friend who uh, replaced the hard drive for me. How do I remember <laughs> that? Yeah, that was last. Well, that was in about January last year, or. This year, I guess. Uh, Just because yeah. it feels like it was last year. It actually was this year. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, to be fair, this way. year is almost over, so. Is it? We're expecting God, a 13th God, month I hope 2020 so. coming up here. <laughs> hey, Copic, Scotty Potty. Breaking out the painting? Good. You should. Scotty Potty. Would you be I haven't me? even planned on watching and I've set up my paint station. Yay! Painting! Yeah, if y'all are painting, if, if you're painting in something, if you're doing something, let us know. Put up a little link to your stuff so we can kind of see what you're doing. 
We'd like to see other people's work. Yeah, yeah. If people <laughs> have projects they're working on, throw a link up for your Insta or, you know, wherever it is that you have your pictures. Just don't spam us with the ability to get us more followers in. All that good stuff. Because we don't care. Legionnaires. You thought, <laughs> you, thought you said PlayStation. That's funny. Oh, so you guys, this week when I start uh, streaming again on Tuesday, I will be starting painting my Lovecraft busts that I primed. Cool. So I have Cthulhu. I have an Innsmouth fisherman. He's got the Innsmouth look, you know, fishy fish man. Mm -hmm. I have a what looks like a creature from the Black Lagoon sort of a monster. And then I have the bust of H.P. Lovecraft himself. And then I also have the yes. Three Ladies of Horror, which is Vampirella, uh, Lily Monster, and well, so not really Three Ladies of Horror, but, and then uh, uh, Morticia Adams, but, you know, iconic, you know, women of... I'm down with that. Yeah. This isn't so. foreshadowing for 2021, is it? What? All the Cthulhu stuff you're painting. Would that be a bad thing? Yes. <laughs> oh, but we joked it? about the whole greater evil thing. We tried that shit. Look where it got us. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we used to make that joke, you know, Cthulhu 2020, when you're tired of voting for the last week. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. We tried the, the greater evil. That shit does not work. Let's get back to the lesser evil. Also, that says planning to start a campaign for my kids soon, so I'm doing a quick paint of a bunch of orcs for those first few sessions. Probably won't be anything worth posting. Everything, Everything is worth, worth posting. posting. Yeah, it's fun because it's your work. You we know, like seeing it. And if you want feedback, you can ask yeah. for feedback. And if you don't want feedback, we will all just shut up. Yeah. I posted something about that uh, earlier. Someone that just randomly shared something that got to me on uh, on uh, Twitter, and it was basically, is it unacceptable to make fun or ridicule anyone else's painting? There are people that are not as good as you, and people are better than you. It's your job to teach those below you and learn from those above. It really is. It's so true. Yep, I saw that. It's on so my true, and I hate to look at somebody else's paint job and when I don't know them and I don't know their journey and where they're at, what their experience level is, how can I judge them? How can well, I say if you've only been painting for two weeks, you know, or you've only painted four models in your life, you know, then you're going to be totally different than somebody who's been painting for 20 years every day of their life. Yeah. You know, I can't say that's a bad thing. If, you know, little tips their way of painting. I'm like, oh, hey, have you tried doing this? You know, little things that looks like based on their painting, maybe they don't know. Yeah. Oh, hi, Dio. Well, actually, it's got more than 50% not Kathy. It's, mo like, it's mostly not Kathy, unfortunately. It is true. It's mostly not. Can we, we just can meet that me? other person? There are two other people, although one of them painting and not talking right now. Sorry. Muting me would make me no, sad. No, that's fine. Me... 
Give us that, John. Sad I was John's listening to no y'all's critiquing of painting. Yeah, I always want people to share their work. I mean, yeah. you want to show us something cool you're doing? Show us something cool you're doing. We don't care. Oh, I mean, I can paint okay, but I'm not spending much time on some poorly sculpted and 3D printed bulk orc fodder for D&D. So uh, that's fair. But honestly, painting fodder is actually something that a lot of us quote-unquote better painters, we're not good at. I mean, Kathy mentioned this when she saw my, uh, just the terrain piece for a uh, freaking uh, Marvel Crisis Protocol. Every time she's like, oh, that looks done, and then I do more. You know, we have this problem of doing more, so seeing someone like, I love the basic schemes, like, I did this in five minutes. I'm like, that's awesome. God, I need to learn from that, because I can't do things in five minutes, because I start getting like, oh, no, this is gonna be this. This is gonna be... And the next thing you know, I'm, you know... Day 47 of painting fucking an arm on my night. Scotty yeah, says, I learned a lot by painting quick and dirty frost grave models. I feel like quick and dirty paint jobs are the best way to really, oh, to really learn because you're doing them fast, but you're also doing them more often. And when you paint more often, you learn more. Mm -hmm. When you paint more often, the thing you learned the day before sticks with you the next day. Whereas if you learn something and then you wait for a whole month to, to paint again, you've forgotten that thing that you learned more than likely. Yep. So you do make more progress. Dai wants to know, Kathy, can you say quick and dirty again? <laughs> <laughs> Quick and dirty. That's the way I like to paint. That's not true at all. Quick and dirty. I used to be the quick and dirty painter. I just get too caught up in shit now. Oh, here we go. Yeah, ah. but your shit looks good. It looks, it's, it is, you've improved quite a bit. I'm trying. But I you've mean, been painting it more often. So. Yes. So that, yes. that stands, that whole, the more often you paint, even if it's only for a half an hour a day, the, the more you remember of what you learned the day before. Mm -hmm. Even if you don't think you learned anything, you do. You, you, you remember little, little tiny things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, little, little bits here or there. It's coming along. I mean, honestly, uh, I learned a lot painting this night. Uh, you know, next one, if I don't have it glued together, I am not going to glue those arms on. I'm painting those arms separately. There's no two ways about that shit. This is a pain in my ass. <laughs> Dio, you missed my reading. I did read on the 23rd. I read uh, Murders in the Room Org by Edgar Allan Poe. And I read a few more short stories by H.P. Lovecraft. And uh, so that was fun. It was fun for me, and it seemed like the people who were in the chat enjoyed it as well. And that is a VOD in case anybody wishes to uh, to have that as sort of a, a weird audiobook sort of thing going on in the background sometime. I mean, it's like having a podcast going on in the background. It's a short story instead. That's actually cool. Paint's not mixed. Oh, I didn't see Inks posted that link. I get to look. 
Oh, oh, wow. I'm, I'm leaning in. Leaning in to look at it, yeah. <laughs> leaning in, yeah. I'll be honest, some of those spells are interesting. I have uh, one of the Sigmar ones that I haven't fully assembled because it's like a whirlwind of, like, like a, a whirlwind or cyclone of hammers. And trying to paint the inside of that while it's glued together seems like not a good idea. So I think I'm going to try and paint it in parts when I eventually get to it. Not that I play a lot of uh, freaking, uh, well, anything right now, but Age of Sigmar I didn't play that much of beforehand. If I did, I would probably play Trogs because Trogs. Trogs? I mean... They still I have asked for a troll army, and they finally made a troll army. So I bought the troll army. I'm a man of my word, GW. <laughs> now just bring back dogs of war. Bring back you want all of John's war. money? That's how you get back. That's how you get John's money. Dogs of war. Yeah. That's yeah. That's true. Yeah. That was my army back. I had so much of that painted. Everyone was really impressed. Like, man, John's really into this. And then they eventually killed Accent. the army, and I'm like. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they're just a... all those ogre man eaters. Well, I haven't played it into like the last editions of Warhammer Fantasy. And as long as there are rules for them, I was playing it. I mean, oh yeah, Chaos Dwarves. Oh yeah, Chaos Dwarves. My husband did Chaos Dwarves. They're always cool. They had a cool little style to them. He converted all all of his because they didn't have they they didn't have the bottles anymore. So he converted his and he actually made his. What were the the bull centaurs? Is that yep. what they were? Yep. So he, he made those by God. What did he do? He used toy cows. He got like the tube of vinyl cows at the art store. You know how they have the little tubes of animal toys? Mm-hmm. And he chopped those up and just added dwarves and sculpt, sculpted things on them. And anyways, he's got pictures on his blog about that whole project. But it was that was funny. We, we'd actually talked, uh, me and my crew, about all of us, them all jumping in and helping me paint an army because it was that egregious that they all wanted to see it on the table. It was about, I mean, I, there was like 50 or 60 cast orbs in it, and then 400 hobgoblins with sword and shield, oh my God. and then some bolt throwers oh, and death hobgoblin. rockets. They're like, I'm like, I'd never get that painted. Like, we'll help you paint it, John. I'm like, okay, that's tempting. I really wish I took them up on that. That'd have been something. You know, just 400 hobgoblins. Like, um, oh, look, a flank unit. Eat, here, just, just play with these 20 hobgoblins. I don't care. Fucking just go over there. <laughs> oh no there goes 120th of my army I don't fucking care <laughs> 400 yeah it was egregious what do you want <laughs> yeah I remember Phil doing that with orcs just one huge orc army I thought having regiment. 80 noblars was bad well the thing is, is like they were so cheap for two points you got a hobgoblin with really good stats for two points I had a battle center bear who would sit in the center army and keep some of the ones from running away, maybe. <laughs> just, just the, you just the bolt throwers just sit there and just murder things. The death rockets murder things, and I just throw hobgoblins at people until they die. 
And then there's some Blunderby too, because you cannot have chaos or about Blunderbusses, because that's what you fucking do. That's why I left yeah, my uh, my lead belchers in ogre the ogre kingdom's army. Oh yeah, yeah. I, had, I, had, I only have eight of them. I had like eight of them, but they're ogre lead belchers. They're giant. Yeah, <laughs> significantly bigger than chaos dwarves with blunderbuss. Yeah, they're adorable. I love them. They were my favorite unit. Well, those and the yetis. Now I say the yetis because I. I modified my yetis. I thought the the heads of the GW metal yetis were so ugly that I I took some of my spare ogre heads because you you end up with spare ogre bull heads. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I I cut all the beards and whatnot off of them and I pinned the ogre head to the the neck of the yeti bodies and then i green stuff fur over like everything except the face so their whole head was covered in fur all the way down to where it met the shoulders and they're so cute <laughs> i mean i have pictures i have pictures be honest, i need to take are... better pictures of them because they're and i called them my bumble snow monsters because yeah, of they're... course i did they were not great models. I played them because I liked them. I liked the Overgreen's Army too. Yeah, yeah. The mod, the models for those were terrible. But my, the heads that I made for those Yetis made them have so much more character, and I was kind of, uh, I was kind of proud of that. I was just afraid of converting cool stuff because Jibby has a habit of messing with my models. You know, the entire uh, Dogs of War army, and then I had thirty Rough Riders converted Cadian Rough Riders. You know, Cadian torsos on Kislev legs with lances and converted characters and all for it, and all the uh, sergeants. It was great. And then uh, it don't exist anymore. Yeah. Well, sad. yeah, that's how Jim's, Jim's armies. Because that's that was like my that. favorite. You know? Just like, everyone's like, oh, my Marines are big and bad. I'm like, yeah, here, have some guardsmen and horses. Suck it, fuckers. Marines are all big and bad until a guardsman on a horse with a giant lance ends their life. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, hi, Petros. Petros is it a... Who are all these people? <laughs> Why these fuckers come in on Sunday ruining yeah. Kathy's stream? This is the podcast. Watch, you wear your speeder bike helmet. <laughs> the speeder bike helmet? Have I missed That's Peter what Pike he helmet? calls my my painting visor. Oh, yeah. Okay. There you go. Yeah. I mean, I can wear a painting visor, but I'm not painting right now. It'd be kind of a. I mean, there it makes you feel better. John will geek it up with the. With his there you go. Does it make you feel better? That's damn sexy. That is so sexy. Is that better or worse? Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not as bright as if it were in front of me, shining right in my face. But I, I, I just imagine that because I had a a light in here that I that I turned on, and of course it was facing right in my face, and I was like, "Well, that was a mistake." Ah, so Patros was so a good thing that blocks my face. 
hardest thing is trying to see because I, you know, if I put the this Wait, down, everything. Pat, are you saying that you you would like my face to be more obscured? Is that what you're telling me? Uh -oh. Don't answer that. Yeah, no, no. Like that. <laughs> that is. Look for Admiral Ackbar in the room. That's what I should you, be implying. It's like these jeans make me look fat. Yeah. <laughs> Don't answer that question. Actually, it's your stomach that makes you look fat. Jeans ain't helping, though. <laughs> yeah, Legionnaires, that's bait. <laughs> it's, it's the fat that makes you look fat. Yep. That's what makes me look fat. It's all that fat. Pat says I'm more familiar with the top of your head than your actual face. <laughs> that's hilarious. You weren't here for my... Oh, wait, did you pop in when I was reading? And I had uh, I had my face cam was the main camera because I was just reading and not painting the other day and not wearing my visor. I thought you were there for a bit. It still doesn't sound any better. <laughs> well, we're not about making it sound better. You, you look fat because you're fat. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Like when people try to insult me, like, show fat boy. I'm like, oh no, you called me fat in all my 40 some odd years, and I've never heard that before. <laughs> I don't need to take time to reevaluate my life. I was not aware that I was overweight. Thank you for clearing oh. that up. I would have thought <laughs> when, the, when I got on the scale and it said, get off, that was a clue. It's the little red light that says, get off, get off, get off, get off. Or my cousin lost weight, and, he, and I'm like, you're half the man I am. Literally. <laughs> oh. Oh, well, being comfortable with who you are. My year-end review. There are 30 pounds of, of nothing out there now that used to be Kathy. And I'm pretty happy about that. Yeah. Most people on COVID gained weight. Um, I lost 17. Well, that's but I got you COVID. Had COVID. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Worst diet ever. ever. Would not recommend. No. <laughs> would, not, <laughs> would not suggest, no. No, 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 no. I always get uh, somewhat inspired. One of the, uh, the only stream I watch since I'm working from home a little bit, I get a little chance to watch it here or there. Um, I actually uh, always get inspired by him to try and run because he runs a couple miles every day. Then I realize that shit's not going to work. <laughs> and it's not anything other than time. You know, when you get off work at 8 p.m., it's hard to go out and run. Yep. I'd like to find some ways to lose more weight. I'll find something. I stopped drinking soda except when mixed with alcohol. And actually, surprisingly, given my circumstances, I've been drinking less alcohol. I've been drinking less alcohol, I got a too. stationary bike, and that's what, uh, doing that every day. Every day. And then I take, I take the Can tenth day off. So I go for nine days, take a day off. I go for nine days, take a day off. I miss the, uh, I miss my actual bike in biking places. But that was a long I time. haven't had a bike since the 90s. Oh, no, my mom and I used to go in, uh, you know, she'd we'd go and take a day and uh, just bike up the BNA uh, bike trail here and uh, locally, just yeah, have a good day, just biking together. 
missed that quite a bit. That's where it ended when she, you know, when they moved over to uh, the Eastern Shore. The closed rack doubles a treadmill. Yeah, I had a stationary bike that doubles a closed rack. Actually, two stationary bikes for a while there. I tried. I had to. a. I was thinking treadmill, but then I had uh, a physical therapist tell me that that is puts more stress on your joints, and he recommended a stationary bike. So that's what I did. I, I do yoga, and and I just do that out of a book in my living room. I don't. I never went to a gym for yoga or anything. I just I got a book. And I do the exercises out of the book. No, that's good. So. I eat. That's it. Oh, see, we were trying not to talk about food, Gonzo. You had to ruin it. Oh, man. Yeah, I so, had like, the greatest steak. <gasps> I had a filet steak. that was just amazing. It's one of my favorite things. Yeah. If I was singing the favorite thing song, steak would be part of that. Yeah. I almost bought a steak today at the grocery store, but I decided against it. I don't get a lot of time to cook. I bought one thing to cook on uh, New Year's Day, since that is the only day I'm going to get off work earlier than 8 p.m. You get a lot of time to cook, steak, to cook. I mean, it's more than zero, because that's how much time I have right now. Oh, well, that's true. Literally, yeah. I run down, neither uh, Banyan has cooked something, which I am eternally grateful for, or I throw something in the microwave real quick and run up while it's, run back up while it's cooking to, you know, cover work, and then uh, run back down, grab it, and eat it, and hope no one calls while I'm trying to eat. Luckily, they usually don't, but unlike lunch, literally, like, lunch, if I have to grab lunch and, and continue to work, everyone loves to call when I'm eating lunch, especially if it's sushi. Oh, of course. Of course. It's like, for fuck's sake, people. <laughs> like, I take a call an hour and suddenly I'm on lunch, like, let's call John! Uh-huh. <laughs> of course. He's but, not doing know. anything. He just sits on the phone all day. Legionnaire oh, no, says, I have confirmation. He won't be having Chinese until the pandem <laughs> pandemic is over. Now, is that because you're going to a place that's also a buffet because my Chinese place down the street is just a, a takeaway place. You just order it and you take it. There is no I mean there's a couple of tables where people used to sit down occasionally but literally there's like three tables. That's it. It's not meant to be a place where you sit and eat. You just ordered, you come in, you pick it up and you take it away again and uh that's a great little place. So if you had a place like that somewhere, well, then there you go. Um, the one I like to get, so I'll order delivery Chinese from wherever because delivery Chinese is delivery Chinese. It's it's going to be mad. Yep. Um, but if I want to pick it up, um, the local place that, uh, the local sit-down restaurant does takeout too, Sichuan Cafe, and they are, well, very good. So sometimes when I'm not feeling extra lazy, I'll go pick it up. But all the things I want to eat aren't, aren't like deliverable, really, or takeout, you know. I mean, I guess I could go on Uber Eats or something, but that's not really going to work well for the... the Pat draws. Oh, my God. What are you trying to do to me? 
sirloins and ribeyes, roundhouse and chuck roast, chicken fried, ground beef and stew meat with noodles, goulash and chili, taco sauce meat. These are a few of my favorite things. Yeah. yeah. You know the the rib the the bone and rib steak, like a rib uh, standing rib roast. That was always uh, that's my favorite. That will always be my favorite. Uh, ribeye, of course, being the boneless version, a close second. I like to gnaw on the bone, and in the meat industry, we always said the closer the bone, the sweeter the meat. And I, I, the first time I heard that, I busted out laughing. You know, cause, because. Yeah. But, uh, right? Right, Pat Draws? No lie. The closer the bone, the sweeter the meat. That's a true story right there. And I like to gnaw on the bone. I like to buy the cuts of meats they say are like, oh, you don't want to buy this cut of meat. No, no, I do want to buy this cut of meat because, sure, it's a little harder to work with, but that means it's more cost effective. I don't mind putting a little bit into it. It's cheap. It's cheap. Just, you know, tenderize the shit out of it and marinate it and then yeah. slow, slow cook it. You get the right stuff. It, it, it's tasty. Mm-hmm. Like uh, about eye rounds, and everyone's like, "Oh, don't buy eye rounds." I'm like, "Eye round is great." Stupid cheap. You just have to actually do something. They're not just sear it, throw it in the oven, and you're fucking done. Oh, you mean I actually have to cook it? It's okay. I actually don't dislike cooking. <laughs> Much to people's surprise, it's more of I don't always have time to do so more than anything. I actually have some pork chops to cook up this week. They're gonna be tasty. I'm gonna cook them up on uh. Friday. Friday. I had to look Friday. my calendar. I actually have a physical calendar, which you don't think is useful until you're, you know, doing like three screens open, doing stuff with people on the phone. And then you have to like, I need to know what date is what. And you look up like there's a calendar. You're like, oh, it's a godsend. I like having a physical calendar. I love yeah. my phone calendar. But I also like, you know, in the morning when I'm making coffee or whatever, and I can glance up next to the refrigerator and see my stuff I need to do right there, just to kind of remind me. I don't write anything on it. I just have that kind of calendar. I Very helpful. I absolutely write things on it. I put them in my phone and I write them on the calendar. No, not that. I just sometimes you need to know the date. You know. It's really helpful for checking that stuff. And then sort of how I remember it was Christmas coming up. What's the deal with that? It's like, oh, shit. Yeah, look. Stuff right there. Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. I guess Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Legionnaires. The last one my parents sent to the butcher when I was home. Got overfed for 90 days. Danced onto the trailer. <sighs> you know, so when I, back when I was cutting meat, I worked at a at a little butcher shop in Minneapolis called Brotherson's Meat. Doesn't exist anymore, unfortunately. It's funny because I was just talking to somebody about this. If if they had been able to survive as a business another 15 years, they would have really been appreciated as a boutique, you know, meat market. Nowadays, that's what people want is quality yep. meat and I, I can only imagine what these guys are saying when they see people uh, wanting to buy tomahawk steaks with that extra bunch of bone. It's like a rib steak with this huge bone sticking out of it. 
Uh-huh. So you're paying 15 bucks a pound for this giant bone. And back in the day, people, you were lucky if people were like, well, gosh, that's, there's a lot of bone on that when there's, you know, barely any, yeah. you know, bone on a steak. And they're like, well, I don't want to pay for all that bone. Well, you're going to pay a little extra for me to debone this then. And, and now there's like six extra inches sticking out and you're paying 15 bucks a pound for the bone. And, and man, those guys would have loved that. And I just, I wish they could have made a go of it, you know, but at the time in the nineties, it was a struggle because everybody was shopping for cheap meat at the uh, big grocery stores. So, you know, that was, uh, that was too bad to see them finally have to uh, sell off all their stuff because it was that place had been around since 1938. It was a really nice old fashioned butcher shop, mom and pop place. And uh, it was a lot of fun to work there. They were great people. But uh, but yeah, we used to get our our beef in on the hook or swinging, as they said, which is uh, front quarters and hind quarters. And uh, and then just break them down. So, but yeah, so that's not at all part of the hobby. <laughs> <laughs> but Gonzo started it, so it's Gonzo's fault we're talking about. Food. Y'all are talking about steak and beef and you know butcher. Really, really, really. I mean, so my local uh, restaurant, <laughs> really, one I actually go to right now. Um, oh, hey, Bill Robertson actually has steak as their special and it's good but i want like a normal sit-down steak yeah one cooked by someone more skillful than me but that will wait restaurants i mean i hope i hope all these restaurants survive through because they're gonna get so much business from those of us who are just like i need to eat the good food First, soon as this is over, we're gonna schedule a uh, an outing to Fogo de Chao. We're gonna eat. I'm gonna get Ur. How are we doing on time? About time for media section. Hey, media! We have lots of media too because you know we had extra time. We had days off. You can juggle more stuff. Yeah. All right, give me a second. Let me get the last bit on this because this is pretty much done for the most part. Besides minor touch-ups and little highlights and cleanups. Yeah, I say that about something, then three days later, I'm still... Oh, I know. I'm going to put this down and then come back to it like on Wednesday and go, shit. I love our post on something. I'm like, oh, I'm working on this part of the night. It'll be done now tomorrow. And then three days later, all right, finally finish this part. That's me. Every time I stream, I'm like, oh, wow, I should be able to get this done by the end of this stream and two days later. Yeah. Yeah, this should only take another half an hour. And then Captain Mizzy comes on <laughs> and uh, distracts me. Sorry, Russ. Have a have a snack. Little snack. Okay, <laughs> yeah, but I'm really hungry now. Oh, Russ. If we hug you, will it make you feel better? We'll give you uh the hug command is available. We'll just we'll we'll just wrap our virtual arms just around you and give you a, a big old hug and All right. 
That's pretty much Sorry. It. Okay. Again, remember, blame Gonzo. It's always me. <laughs> well, this case totally is blaming. actually yep, literally Captain you. Mizzy has help. What? What's wrong now? She no. has V. V and Captain Mizzy. Leaguer Dragon and Captain Mizzy. Boom. They, they, they like to distract. <laughs> I wouldn't have it any other way, though, because it really makes it fun. Okay, media section. I have 873,422 to review. I have like, I don't know, like 50. No. <laughs> uh, I, I have like one, two, three. Now, see, there's ones that I have talked about before in the past because I watch them every year because, you know, the holidays. I actually only have. Like four things, but a couple of them, two of them are video games. So that's a. I have two James Bonds. What? No, you don't. You're not reviewing James Bond stuff. <laughs> wow, two James Bond. Two dust James Bond. And some other stuff. So. Gonzo. Um. So let me go with um something I've been doing. Um, I am trying to finish off my Gundam perfect grade model that I had and been putting that together. So I was like, I need to have something in the background, you know, so I can, you know, work on it, keep me busy, you know, so on and so forth. And so I was like, uh, what's on Netflix that I can binge watch? And I'm like, oh, nobody watched everything pretty much. And there's a couple of well, things. There's plenty of things. Um, Ashtray, uh, yeah, it's an ashtray red. I can't remember the name of it. Uh, Banyan can... Is he here today? Is he here tonight? I oh. haven't seen him yet. Oh. No, Banyan is uh, not in today. Okay. Let me see. I'll, I'll get a link to it. Um, but it's a perfect grade. Yes, ashtray red frame. Yes. Uh, I got the perfect grade model. It's my first perfect grade. And so I'm kind of taking my time with it. So I was like, I need to, you know, do it. And of course, it's 50 billion pieces for like one toe. So it's, you know, it's pretty big and pretty elaborate. So I decided to put on something I haven't never watched the first five seasons of. I've only watched the, like, six through ten. And so this episode I'm talking, or thing I'm talking about is um, SG-1. Um, so I put it on. As everybody knows, it originally was on Showtime, and I never got to see it until it went over to Sci-Fi. And so I figured, what the hell? Uh, of course, this is all in, you know, square framed, you know, this wasn't when they had widescreen. Um, special effects were uh, down a bit, but not bad, bad. Um, <laughs> but I mean, definitely nothing compared to now. And of course, I like the story of Star Trek or uh, Stargate. I like the concept of Stargate. Um, I did get to play in the beta of the MMO that they tried to do. Um, I think it makes a great, uh, could be a great sci-fi game. Um, they RPG Stargate MMO. They did. There was a Stargate MMO. Uh, actual fuck. Yeah, where you played an SG team, and you could play different types, and you jump through Stargates uh, to complete quests and do things. And it, I mean, it was a great concept. I mean, you could go anywhere with it uh, and do anything. That's the reason I think it would make a great RPG, uh, which they do have one, but it's not a very good system. Um, so I was like, I'm gonna go in. 
you know, watch this. Uh, I think I'm like three in the third season or something. And <clears throat> I was laughing to myself because it's like every other episode starts off with an unauthorized gate uh, dialing coming in. I didn't authorize this. Who? We're not supposed to have anybody coming in for another 48 hours. And it's like every other episode. That's how they start. And I'm like, oh. And then, of course, the the um, Daniel explaining on everything. Like everything that comes up So whenever they meet an alien race or a human from another planet. Uh, they're like, they're like, yes, we thought Ragnarok's happened, Daniels. Yes, Ragnarok's was the apocalypse of, of uh, thanks for the follow. Uh, was uh, the apocalypse of the Norse time. And it's like, Daniel explains every small little thing, like, every few minutes. And it's just kind of hilarious. Because it, it's such a... It's done so often that you're just waiting for it now. When so, yeah, it is very. Um, the comedy is still there. It's still kind of, you know, some dry humor. And, of course, Tilk not understand... Uh, human language, human human humor, and stuff it's even makes it a lot better. Commercial Stargate's not funny at all. There's there's some yeah there's some lines it, humor but yeah no it's not deadly serious at points. Yeah, um, which I think is interesting because like like I said the first few bits I think it's the first five season was um, on Showtime so they showed nudity and all this other stuff and it was it was kind of shocking because I'm used to the other stargates of you know yeah i I, I watched the the side of the showtime version because we had showtime at home Uh and i stopped in the middle of it because this wasn't interesting to me i mean it's interesting enough to me that i'm I'm okay with it i understand that it is still old school um still you know of its time i just love the concept of stargate the ability that's how you get Get ants. ants Thanks, Hinton, for the subscription. We really appreciate hey, it. Hey, thanks, Hinton. Um, but it is a bit cheesy. Um, but, I mean, I'm enjoying it. I mean, it only gets me, like, a, a, a Matt rating because it's it's dated. But uh, I'm enjoying it. it. It's very basic, you know, it's very basic sci-fi. Um, there's just so much more... Uh, that can go on with it. I mean, I know it's a dead series now, but I mean, I also look at it as, man, you could make some really cool new stuff with this. You could do, it's you not, know. They're still talking about doing stuff with Stargate. Uh, it, every time I see that, like I told said earlier before Pre-Ramble, it surprises me because I don't know when Stargate became a beloved sci-fi franchise. It's me, it was always one of those, yeah, it was fine. Like, it's like a Space 1999. If you liked I... it, you liked it, but it's not like super beloved by everyone. Yeah. I think, uh, and I didn't watch a whole lot of Stargate SG-1, and I didn't watch a whole lot of Stargate Atlantis, but I watched more episodes of Stargate Atlantis, and I enjoyed it more than SG-1. You're not the only person to say that to me. I've heard people say that. I mean, I'm probably never going to get to them because I'm so far behind on everything. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't go and try and watch the entire series. There's just too much of it. No, but, but that's the reason why I've got something to do. And it's, it's plenty of episodes. So I was like, I'm just going to let it go. You know, re- you know, go through this. And like I said, I don't know a lot of the original episodes. So it's 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 new to me. Probably when I start getting back into things I remember, I'll be like, okay, I'm done. And, and ship it off. But 
it's not bad, but it's not great. Um, I still think that, like I said, the concept of Stargate is amazing. Um, the history and the and the things that I remember uh, are cool. And, of course, I watched all the spinoffs when they came out, too. But um, right now, I only give it... Uh, it's, a, it's a meh. It's a two-and-a-half space RPs type thing. But it's not... It's not bad, and it's not great. So, other than that... Uh, Kathy, what'd you get? I, uh, I finished The Mandalorian second season. Finally. Excellent. We're going to have to do a spoiler review. We're not going to talk about that. We'll do a separate one and the new year just so we don't... That's fair. That's fair. So, but two thumbs up, so... But yeah, we can talk about that one later. And so, after that, uh, yesterday I watched... Finally, for the first time, for the first time, The Last Jedi. Oh, Oh, you hadn't seen The Last Jedi? I hadn't seen it. I Mm -hmm. had never bothered to see it. So, and I was talking to somebody about The Mandalorian and how it differs so much from the final trilogy. Uh, And we were just kind of talking about how, how they were different. And, and then I, oh, I know, never mind. That would be a uh, yep. spoilery sort yep. of thing. Um, well, what for the last Jedi, okay. Spoiler for the Mandalorian, not okay. It would have been for the Mandalorian, so I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the Last Jedi... So, The Last Jedi... Uh, the whole chemistry between Rey and uh, Kylo Ren... Yeah. just felt awkward to me throughout everything. It felt forced and awkward. It felt like it slowed down the pace of every movie. Every time they cut to whatever it was the two of them were supposed to be doing. And uh, there were parts of this movie that I felt like were unnecessary. And there were other parts that were really cool. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, and that's so, the thing. There were there were some really good parts and some really bad parts. It's yeah, least Star Wars Star Wars movie too. I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah, oh. and and for the life of me, I don't understand how two people who are like basically teenagers are wielding this godlike power when everybody else ever has has had to sort of work hard, you know, to get to where they could wield that much power hashtag space magic yeah it, that, <laughs> that that was always disappointing to so me their handling of the force is one of the biggest problems with the you know, with the sequel trilogy yeah and uh and that was something that was just glaringly distracting to me it was it was a distraction because i would sort of be wondering how the hell are these two kids you know, and I don't care what their destiny is or their bloodline or any of that. You know, that shouldn't matter. You know, I mean, the emperor, how long had he been alive? How many other people's knowledge had he absorbed, you know, over the course of his lifetime to gain all the power that he had? And she's like this teenager and she's only just getting in touch with the force. And only just started training, and 
how, why, why, why? <laughs> <laughs> and that's that was what my brain was saying as I was watching that. So, so yeah. What do you give it? I give it three space herpes because uh-huh. there were parts of it that were really cool, but there were other things that just that just seemed unnecessary and that slowed the pace down. It's like in the second movie where they had the casino planet thing where I was like, that casino planet thing would have made a, a really cool other movie. But it, as part of this, this movie, it didn't belong. So you watched The Rise of Skywalker then, because The Last Jedi was the one with the casino movie. The, no, yeah, the, she's just... She's... The Rise of... Oh, Rise of Skywalker, I'm sorry, yeah. Rise of Skywalker. I watched the last one, whatever the yeah. last one. <laughs> Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Fuck, I don't know. I can't... I thought that's what it. you it's meant. All, all these things are just like, we're just going to tack some old name onto this. I'm amazed they didn't have it called Revenge of the Jedi like Return of the Jedi was supposed to be called. <laughs> I, I think this is the first one where they didn't follow necessarily the plot of the original trilogy, sort of. Like, I know J.J. wasn't trying in The Force Awakens, but he did find, kind of follow the beats of yeah, yeah. Star Wars. To be fair, though, those are pretty common beats. Mm-hmm. It's a standard three-act structure. And The Last Jedi was like The Empire Strikes Back on steroids as far as Downer. And then this luckily did something new, but I'll get to it eventually. I'm watching all those movies. It's going to take a while to get there. Legionnaires just watched Rogue One and enjoyed Vader murdering everyone. Rogue One was good. I liked it. Uh, I like Rogue One. I think Vader didn't need to be in it, but I am all for appropriate use of uh, fan service. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He didn't have to be in there, but it was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> hey, you do, that's how you do that. That's good fan service. Yeah. Just, just Vader being just badass. Yep. John, what you uh, what do you got for us? I'll start with, I'll watch him, I'll mention him in the order I watch him. I also think it's in release date order. The first one I watch is on Amazon Prime for free. It's called Tombstone. Tombstone. What does that have to do with Christmas? Fucking nothing. I was just looking for a movie to watch, so I watched Tombstone. One of my favorite movies of all time. You know, I'm not sure how historically accurate it is, but it don't matter, because it's a fucking good time. There were parts of it that were very unhistorical, and there were other parts that were right on. Yeah. Very good. Um, the, Do you the cast want is stacked. Because that's how you get Oh, ants. hey, Hinton. Oh, oh my God, Ooh. thanks. Thank you so much for all those gift subs to everybody. Ants. Because that's how you get ants. <laughs> and gift subs. <laughs> I'm your Huckleberry. Yeah, Do it you is want ants? hands down you best role. Like, absolutely, go ten times. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Hinton, that is super awesome do to do that. Ants? He just gifted you get ten ants? subs to our channel. Super cool. No, that's uh, awesome. Yeah. Do you want? First month free. You guys can go in and, and continue ants? if you want. That would be I super get, awesome like, as well. Look, you guys. Do you want? I just have to have this movie right here. Hey. <laughs> I've never purchased it just because I kept catching it on cable or whatever. Do you It has a great, great cast. Every just about every person Do that cast is 
because that's I mean, how you you've get got hits. Billy Bob Thornton and um, Stephen Lang in what, are, minor ants? roles because in there. That's how you get you, ants. You, know, you got uh, Sam Elliott doing a great job. Bill Paxton doing a solid job. There's so many good actors in there doing a great job. If you haven't seen this movie, just I don't need to explain. It's Tombstone. It's the gunfight at the OK Corral. Watch it. If you're not in love with freaking uh, Val Kilmer's performance, like Kurt Russell did a good job. And actually, there are rumors that Kurt Russell was actually directing it, not uh, the actual director. Name escapes me out right now. It doesn't matter. It's a good, amusing story. It's a little weird at points because there's these non sequiturs that do all lead somewhere. They don't have a, like unfinished plot hooks. And you're Michael not sure what Bean they're trying to say. Johnny just... Ringo. Johnny, yeah, Michael Bean. I love Michael Bean. Was in this past season of Mandalorian too. I saw, I saw. Oh my god! And it was, it was, I, uh, it was fun. Yeah. I, I mean, awesome. Michael Bean as now Michael Bean doesn't show up in a lot of movies. I understand he just does what he wants to do. He should get more calls because Michael Bean is great in everything he does. You know, he played Kyle Reese in The Terminator. He played uh, Hicks in Aliens. He's uh. He was the bad guy in The Abyss. He did a good job with that. Played just the right amount of crazy. Sure, he was lead in Navy Seals. That's not really a big movie, but he was amusing that. I think he should get more more roles. He's great. He's great as Johnny Ringo. Those two steal the show. Like, sure, Kurt Russell does a great job. Great job. But those, those two, whether they play each other every time they're together, just steal the show. Powers Booth really is do. great in it, too. It's just a great movie. Just, just watch it. It's zero. Yeah. Zero. I, I remember yeah. seeing it in the theater. I, I went with a few friends of mine, and yep. me and my friend Lisa. We went the very next day and saw it again. We mm-hmm. sat in the front row so that we could look up and see like twelve foot tall, you know, Val Kilmer and Kurt Russell and Sam Elliott, all of them. My crew would have gone back in, but it was the midnight showing. We couldn't go back in. I remember we were at an Apple Small and we went out the wrong exit and had to walk all the way around new construction, like 15-minute walk plus to get to our car because we couldn't go back in because it was midnight showing. And we'd walked around the wrong way. So we had to walk all the way around this new construction they were having <laughs> just to get to where we back to our cars. We talked about the movie the whole way. It was great. So there you go. Uh, Gonzo, what's your number two? Um, I did want to bring up, uh, Russ did bring up something in chat. Uh, that the new Expanse uh, season is out. I haven't started it yet. I was waiting for a few episodes to uh, to go in before I do it. But I, you know, it's kind of. I wouldn't say it's, no one's really talked about it. I just know it's there because this is the. I think it's the last season, isn't it? No, they have one more. Is it one more after this one? Okay. Uh, and, and they actually stated they're not canceling it. Correct. They're going to take a break. They. It's a great point they brought up. Is like you know in this new reality of series is anything ever canceled they can always come back and revisit something you know it's all made to order now they can just try and get people back and remake it and 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 continue it if they want to so i like that that explanation also um i'm a season behind on the expanse but i think that'll be my next uh next big push i can uh watch it on my computers and i'll have to be on the tv so that might uh, work for me yeah i haven't yet watched the new season do i try to watch that must have just come out 
Yeah, just uh, just ago. yeah. I think there's only like two, maybe three episodes, depending. I was they, lucky they to finish. To I was I was lucky to finish season two of The Mandalorian, let alone start a new one. Well, I really want to see it. Uh, like I said, I'm a season behind, but that just means I've got plenty to watch. I'll try and put that next on my list. Uh, I know Discovery is at least, I mean February, because we got to watch it on the TV. I don't really get much TV time right now, so. And also, me and Banyan want to watch it together, so we're getting the most, you know, enjoyment out of it. So it'll be probably February. Um, yeah. So go to my next one. Um, of course, on the day it came out, I did watch Wonder Woman 1984. Um, God, that sucked. And I'm going to say it is not the acting. It is not the actors. It is the story. Uh, some of the special effects weren't that great either. Like there was one time they tried to do the, you know, running super fast like uh, Captain America does in the Avengers or whatever that we've seen him, you know, run faster than everybody else. Because, you know, he's on a wire as he's doing it. And they did this for Wonder Woman and it looked bad. He's actually on a moving carpet. I've seen uh, the quarter crew does some uh, stuff where stunt, stunt people watch stunt videos and one of the guys who played uh, the guy who did the stunt double main stunt double for black panther was in those so i've seen it a lot of times they have like a moving cart being drugged so they're running on something that's moving it's a really cool effect yeah well whatever they did you can tell she's on a wire and she's nowhere near the ground and it just looks bad there's a couple of things like that but i'm gonna say right now the story was horrible um the bad guys did not even feel like bad guys um bringing back uh, her boyfriend, lover, whatever. It was just, it was just so bad. I'm, I'm trying not to spoil it, so I'm leaving it alone. But pretty much what you've seen in the trailers is the best part of the entire movie. And it really upset me. I was like, dang it, this kind of stinks. Because, I, I mean, I had good hopes for it because the first one I, I really liked. Second one, no. Uh, yeah, I would say Legionnaires that the DC curse did strike on this one. Um, I was not happy with it. Um, the stinger, uh, was decent, but it was kind of, you figured it out. Uh, you knew it was coming. Um, but it was just, there's so many plot holes. It's not even funny. There's so much in this that just goes way off the deep end that you're just thinking, it was like, this is just not, no, nope. Wow. I have access. I'll try and get the chance to watch it over the uh, long uh, weekend for the New Year's. We'll see what time I get, but uh, I'll try to give it a watch too, so we can get another another viewpoint on it. Yeah, it was just it was just pretty bad. I was not. I there was... are a lot of people online like it, it is very divisive. I'm not. I got a lot of people who say like it was good. It was pretty good. A lot of people who are just like it was terrible. It was the worst, and. I always get a little worried when people are hyperbolic like that, I gen, and I don't know these people. Like, all these people are on Twitter and all. The people I know in person, Gonzo's the only one who has said that it was bad. Everyone else said, like, yeah, it was pretty good. Like, there were, you know, it was a flawed movie, but it wasn't, like, terror bad. Yeah, I mean, this this is preaching. This this is going into, like, 3.54 bad in, in Space Herpes. Because um, I sat down and I, I was like, all right, what's going on? After I was yeah, done, you know, bad movies. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. Um, oh, I know. The the plot was just so bad. Whoever wrote this plot 
and was going to do it. It just like, it does not go well. Um, they did try to do like a Marvel esque type, you know, feel to the movie and it just doesn't work. Just go back to what you did. Cause they've already greenlit, uh, Wonder Woman three, uh, with the same director and stuff. And I'm like, just give it a good story. So I will point out Jeff Johns and Patty Jenkins, uh, with a couple others did the story. So I'm kind of curious where it came in. Uh, I don't know because there were, there were some Mary Sue moments also where like, I'm Wonder Woman. I can do this. Boom. And you're like, I mean, she's the main character and she's Wonder Woman. You really don't get. Okay. There's something in there. There's something in there where she goes, I only tried this once when I was nine years old, but let me try it now. And it's going to fork out. Perfect. And there's like, (sighs) it's just bad. It's just bad writing. I, you've convinced me I do need to see it. So yeah, I'm, yeah. Uh, I, I'm not trying not to. I'm not trying not to spoil anything. But go uh, watch it. Uh, it is, you know, it is a DC, and it is. If you have HBO Max, it's free type thing. You know, go watch it. I was just very, very disappointed in it. Sorry, Kathy. I watched Die Hard. Oh, Christmas movie, huh? <laughs> so, Got your Christmas movie in. Yeah. Um. I have a list of them, and I will name them. I watched Holiday Inn with Fred Astaire and Bing Crosby, which is the first one where Bing Crosby sings White Christmas. Um, I watched White Christmas, which is Bing Crosby and Danny Kaye, which is made 10 years later and in color, and, of course, also has, you know, White Christmas in it. And I watched It's a Wonderful Life on Christmas Eve, as we always do. And I watched Die Hard on Christmas Eve also because that's what you do but that was the first time I had watched it as a Christmas movie and I had not seen that movie in like I don't know 20 years I hadn't seen it in a really long time and between between the the red movies and Hudson Hawk and this one, I just, it reminds me that I did used to like Bruce Willis a whole lot. And I sort of had forgotten how much I liked Bruce Willis just because he's, he's funny and he brings this sort of lightheartedness to these roles that other people would make way more dark and brooding. They'd go skew too far one. They'd go too dark or they'd go too funny. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he just was like, just on point with, like in all these movies I just mentioned that I don't know how I ended up watching all these Bruce Willis movies this year, but that's just how it worked out. You're <laughs> Bruce Willis. I'm, and I'm okay with that. But, uh, but wow. I, it was like watching it for the first time. Cause I had like no recollection of a whole bunch of things in it. So, so that was a lot of fun. And uh, also I learned that, um, in the German dub version of Die Hard, all of the German, if you're German and you're watching it, all of the things that the bad guys say in German are just German. <laughs> <laughs> so you totally can understand everything that everybody's saying all the time. Unlike me, who doesn't speak German. I also don't speak German. Right. I just felt like that was an interesting little uh, aside as I, I was watching hard. it. Uh, um, but yeah, it, I I loved it. 
and I will I'll be watching that as a Christmas movie in the future as well. I'm gonna ask what your rating is, but I'm pretty sure I know. It's yeah, that's a zero space for me because I was fucking everything about it was was so much fun. I mean, I was I was just waiting for Argyle's moment to shine, and you know, he comes in at the end, and yep, it's hilarious. And uh, yeah, just everything about it. Oh, crap, we're almost out of time there, Gonzo. Yes, uh, we well, are. Go ahead with yours, John. Do you have one, a uh, quick one? Real quick. Uh, yeah, I watched Daredevil, uh, the Ben Affleck one. Oh. Um, so, it's not terrible. I mean, I liked it better in memory than I did rewatching it. It's very comic book. A lot of the scenes they put are trying to be what you'd see in a panel of a comic book. It's sort of like they took Spider-Man, because the first Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, had a lot of those moments, but they they had a better grasp on it than they did in Daredevil. They went a little too far in Daredevil. Plus, as a funny note, this is the first of two times Ben Affleck is going to have to play a superhero who's going to have to confront the fact that people view him as the monster or the bad guy. <laughs> and he handled, And it was handled better in this one than in the later movie. Spoiler, that later movie is Batman vs. Superman. Don't watch it. But yeah, it, I mean, it's amusing. It's not great. Michael Clark Duncan as Kingpin is inspired casting, though. It's great. Uh, ben Affleck does a solid job. I, From the limited clips I've seen of the Daredevil Netflix series, I think the guy who plays it there is a better fit. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. But uh, Ben Affleck's not terrible. You've got... Um, Oh, God, what's his name? Mandalorian, director of uh, John Favreau. Yeah. In it as Froggy Nelson, which is amusing. He adds a good a good comedic a bit to it. Maybe a little too much at points. Jennifer Garner is fucking terrible. Like, seriously. <laughs> yes, indeed, comics got it by the electric nachos. <laughs> That's from the uh, Rift Tracks version, which I kind of want to see, honestly. Um, and then the most egregious part of this is Colin Farrell's bullseye. Um, I don't blame him. Whoever wrote this, either let or directed it, let him do his thing or wrote him to do that thing. And he did that thing. Yeah. And it was fuck awful. And should never let someone do that again. Um, the one point where it would have been okay for someone to get into a costume, they don't get into a costume. He's got that bullseye in his head and he's, I, fuck. Yeah. Fuck. That's what I guess about that. <laughs> um, with that, I'm going to give it two and a half space herpes. It's not great. It's a very serviceable movie. You can see where it's better. It does have a pretty good cast overall. I love the homage to all the uh, artists and all. Like all the boxers are all named after artists. The um, a lot of characters are named after the artists and all that. So that's super cool. But um, yeah. 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 <laughs> Guys, we want to appreciate you all coming out and listening to us. Don't forget, uh, Tuesday through Friday, Kathy will be streaming from 3 to 5, doing a bunch of painting. Uh, she's doing some busts. Are you going to be doing them oil, or are you going to be doing them normal? Oil. It's, all oil. Uh, yeah. Oil busts. I'm, I'm, I'm doing uh, oil stuff here. Um, and don't also, forget. Go ahead, Kathy. 
Oh, I was just going to say it's for media. I did watch two James Bond movies. So. Oh. Watched Man with the Golden Gun and The Spy Who Loved Me. Ah. Uh, need to rewatch Man with the Golden Gun. Chris release. Oh, the next one up is Moonraker. <laughs> oh. I recall loving that, but I don't know if I'd love it again on a rewatch. Yeah. Uh-huh. Was there an MST3K of it? Oh, that would be interesting. Rift tracks of it. I gotta find more rift track ones. Huh. Anyways. 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 I'm John. <clears throat> I'm Gondo. Guys, please take care of yourself. Please be safe. Uh, we're actually gonna send you over to Zambies once we're done with all the music and the recording is done. So, good night, Zambies folks. Zambies miniatures for those who don't know. Bye, hi, Tom. Bond movie.